All right, welcome back to the From Field to Play podcast. Uh, usually I go all about, all in talking all about my guests, but today we're going to jump right into it uh, because my friend Courtney is dealing with the same stuff that I've been dealing with, as well as a lot of us in this outdoor industry um, who are getting slammed on social media. We're getting censored. We're getting banned. We're getting deleted uh, for things that are normal and that are way more respectful than some of the other companies and products being posted out there. Um, so... Courtney, introduce yourself, and we're going to get right into this. We're not going to kind of BS around, but introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are, and then we'll end the problem, and then let's jump into discussing this for anyone that's listening, uh, how to kind of fix the problem and hopefully bring awareness if they're struggling with this and they think they're the only ones. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Courtney Preedy. I run women's outdoor events and camps uh, to build skills, confidence, uh, and and whatnot. Getting ladies uh, comfortable doing more outside on their own and with their families. Um, and I've been running, you know, this business for uh, since 2017. It's called Her Outdoor Journey, and I have come across a lot of hurdles as of recently with, uh, you know, keeping this community afloat and allowing us to have a space to share what we do and how we do it online in a very tasteful way. Um, and I'm going through right now my second time of being, I don't know what you want to call it canceled essentially on social media. Just, you know, you wake up one day and you go to open your feed and poof, it's gone, uh, without warning, without, you know, any prior conversation from meta Instagram, Facebook. Um, so yeah, it's kind of disheartening to feel like because we are capable outdoor, you know, um, hunters that we're, you know, we don't have a space. We're not welcome online. Yeah. And I think for you, I mean, I know I've been following you since you started because we just have mutual friends in the groups. Um, and you're like myself where everything we post is very, very respectful and very clean. Uh, we're not some of those hunters that are out there that are just, you know, disgusting file pictures. Like even, even the kill shots that you and I post are very respectful, very clean. We make sure we clean up the blood. We make sure the tongues aren't hanging out. Mm -hmm. We make sure that it, it it's telling a story as part of the meal rather than in the, in the journey than just a, a conquering of a creature. Correct. And I think that is the hardest thing because a lot of people don't under, understand and they don't grasp this concept that we're not all bloodthirsty murderers. And, you know, you've got kids, I've got kids. We run around, we teach our kids. We, I take out new hunters, you take out new hunters, and we get destroyed on social media because it's a not a farm-raised animal. And, right. And I think that is, is the hardest thing. And so, I mean... What a couple of days ago you posted on your 2.0 that you were can't you went to what you went just to go check a message or a DM mm -hmm. or something right? Mm -hmm. Yep, just sat down at the gym. Was gonna you know do a little DM uh, catch up on messages before I started my workout and um, you know just pulled up, opened the app, and it said uh, your account was suspended on March 9th, 2023, for violating community guidelines. Uh, of which I assure you, I did not, uh, nor had I even recently posted anything really about hunting or um, I had posted that I was at work and come down to the sportsman show and say, hello, we'd love to see you at the Maven booth. And um, so it was just, it was really odd. You know, I, I think sometimes not that it should happen, you know, following a post or an animal or, you know, something like that, but it just came out of the blue. And the thing with this whole, you know, canceling hunters online is you can't even, you can't appeal it. You can't talk to anybody. I mean, how many billions of dollars does Meta bring in yet? You can't, you know, actually talk to a human being that can help you figure out, you know, why something like this is happening. Yeah. There's no direct number to call anybody. There's no direct no. email. 
to to get in, to get a hold of anybody. And did they give you which guideline you broke? Did they nope. tell you which one? Nope. They said, here's a link to the guidelines, but then they said, and I'd like to pull up my phone just to quote it, but they, um, so I, I did the appeal, um, and within, honestly, within seconds, I get a response from, uh, meta from Facebook and it says, let me pull it up here. Give me just one second. So I, I can read exactly what they, what they said to me. They said, and they again gave me the link, and then they said, unfortunately, for safety and security reasons, we cannot provide additional information as to why your account was disabled. We appreciate you understanding as this decision is final. Wow. And you're like, so, where, where we, you know, we earn a living in a sense from our social media. Like we've got other things we do, but for the most part, this is where we're putting all of our focus, all of our energy, all of our time. And so when you get something, what you had, what, 30,000 followers almost, or around 30,000 followers, which took since 2017 to build. So you're looking at five, you know, you're, what you're looking at four, three, six years, six years of you putting your time, effort, blood, sweat, and tears into mm-hmm. something and getting taken down. And then you scroll through your feed and there's chicks that are half naked running around. There's, other chefs who that was the biggest thing for me because I got hit on animal cruelty was my, my most recent one. Usually it's just, Oh yeah, you, you destroyed guidelines. And this most recent one was animal cruelty is what they got me on. And they did it to a post that I was making a burger. There wasn't even an animal in it. It was just the ground. It was me making a patty, me cooking the patty, me me building a burger, taking a final picture. And I got, and I got hit with animal cruelty. And again, I did the same thing you did where I appealed it instantly, right? And within three or four seconds, I got the same canned answer that you got back. Oh, we're so sorry for this mistake. We, we love your service. We love your whatever. Keep, keep at it. And so for me, that thrust me into this, uh, really, really pissed off aspect because, Oh yeah. Uh, this isn't the first time that I've, been deleted this my, my, my account's been suspended I mean mm-hmm. I was on TikTok and I was just posting a picture of me walking in the woods and I got banned for 60 days so I just deleted TikTok completely I'm like whatever. sure I really yep. I could care less but I was mm-hmm. walking in the woods no gun just camouflage me walking in the woods you know just you saw my hand in camouflage I think is what it was and I got banned for same exact thing for breach of security purposes Mm. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know? And so I deleted it. I'm like this, I don't, whatever. I don't really care. But the Facebook one, I've got almost what? 70,000 followers on there and I make tons of money on it. Well, they, from that, they decided that I would be canceling the fact we're demonetized on everything, every platform, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube demonetized completely. Um, And I was bringing in a large sum of money from monetizing products. And then I wasn't allowed to tag any of my sponsors. I wasn't allowed to uh, tag people that were in the post. So say you and I went hunting together. I wasn't allowed to tag you. Hmm. And it was like, you can, I pretty much had like a 13 year old profile. Like, okay, here you go. You can't do anything. You can't comment. You can't like, you can't do anything. And so I fought it. I fought it hard for it. It took me about 30 days um, of sending an email every single day to everyone that I could think of to finding, I mean, I ended up finding a phone number for somebody that used to work 
with Instagram. And then they gave me an email to a guy that I wrote. And the guy's like, how do you got my email? I was like, I don't really care. Um, but what I did is I started taking professional chefs. So Gordon Ramsay, um, mm-hmm. Guy Fieri, you know, like all these professional celebrity chefs where they're butchering animals. And, right. You know, and they're, you know, or Salt Bay where he holds up a piece of meat and starts smacking it, kissing it, which is way more disrespectful than me cutting a backstrap off of a deer. And mm-hmm. I did all these things. I'm like, okay, well, why are these people being promoted? Why are these people being in my feed? Why are these people sure. doing this? Okay, l- let's look at the fishing world. I can go spear fishing and shoot a, shoot a fish in the head and watch the blood go crazy as I swim up and a blood stripping all over me mm-hmm. and nothing gets set on it. Right. And it gets shared and it gets posted. And then, you know, I could sit there. I watched a video of this professional, um, beautiful woman, deep sea diver, shot shot a tuna, comes up, the heart's still beating as she's eating the heart, pouring blood all over her face and her, her big old chest. And it had 400,000 views. And I'm like, okay, so we look at this and we say, okay, the standard is if you fit into our idea of the sexual drive, this, this right. mindset of, okay, well, it's pretty, you know, and you're a gorgeous woman. I mean, I'm not bad to look at. And, but we're not out there showing our boobs and showing our butts and showing our abs. And so therefore we're, therefore we're being canceled. So the crazy thing about this and to your point, right before everything just went dark, essentially on my account, I was just followed by somebody whose asshole essentially is their profile picture. I kid you not. So how is, tell me how somebody's bare butt as their profile picture can be online, Yeah. but a, a very legal, very respectful, ethical portrayal of an outdoor, you know, lifestyle is, is gone. That's just not acceptable. Like, where is this logic? Like it, it, it makes, it just, it just baffles my mind, honestly. But, but again, to your point, sex sells and that's what's acceptable and that's what's promoted online yeah and it's 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 disgusting because you have people who are very respectful and i I have two young daughters at home and Mm -hmm. you know they're not even allowed on social media at all because of just this this aspect of it and you know talking to my i have a seventh grader you know one of the girls at her school is pregnant 13 years old my daughter doesn't even think about boys oh my goodness yeah but this little girl my daughter goes on and goes, well, yeah, she's doing this. And so I looked up her parents, looking at her parents' social media profile. I, they're full of that sex-driven lifestyle. And for me, it's it comes down to the same thing as, as you. We're, we're living a lifestyle. When I started posting this over a month ago with me struggling with being banned and blocked and fill, fill in the blank, I was blown away that it's not just hunters. I thought hunters were being the one attacked. It is DIYers that are being attacked, uh, homesteaders, the people that are, are hmm. homesteading. There's, there, I, I had over 200 direct messages from homesteaders that are like, wow. I, I only have 500 people in my account. And my, my video of me showing you how to can your tomatoes got banned and taken down for, um, unsafe food handling and practices. Oh my gosh. Then I had another lady who is a forager. She got, she got completely bland, banned and blocked and shadow banned and all this stuff because she was people teaching people how to forage. Uh, in the city. So, Hey, if you live in the city, you can still forage. Look, these are dandelions at the, at the park. Hey, these are this in here. And you know, Hey, you can go and collect this and do this. Well, she got banned for, you know, 
misconception and uh, falsehoods and all this other. So it's not just the hunters who are being attacked. It's anyone who is doing and living a lifestyle other than factory farmed. Anyone that is living a lifestyle other than self-sufficient. Yeah. Yeah, Not cool. Yep. If you live in this fast food, sex driven world, post it, have fun, go crazy. Hey, you're going to feed more into, into us than we're going to feed into you. They can't control us going out and getting our own dinner. Right. They can't regulate how many mushrooms we go and pick next to a tree. They can't regulate, you know, they can regulate the amounts of deer we shoot, elk we shoot. They can give us tags, and but they can't stop us. And so when they figured out they couldn't ban guns, they started banning and making ammo more scarce to find, right? Mm-hmm. So we turned to more archery. Archery, when they started doing that, we actually looked. I mean, if you look at the, the numbers, archery, archery hunters went up 75% during COVID. 75% huge grew into archery. Why? Because they can't, you know what else grew? Um, was air rifle hunting. I'm a huge air rifle hunter. I hunt turkey. I mean, I'm on the West Coast. We can hunt turkey on the West Coast with it. And, you know, large boar shooting in Texas deer. I think that deer right there was shot with, an, with a large boar air rifle. Nice. They can't regulate air rifles. So all of a sudden, they're, they're trying to figure out, you know, us as hunters, like, well, fine, you want to regulate this? Then we're going to go shoot an, an air rifle. Because mm-hmm. we can literally, we can make our own ammo for it. We can take, we can, go, I mean, I went to, yep. they were regulating it. One of the guys that I was with in Texas would go to thrift stores and antique shops and find old pewter plates. And he was essentially doing what they did in the civil war, which was taking little self, you know, figurines and, and plateware, melting it down and casting his own shot. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden he's banned on all platforms. He's not even, you can't even find any of his stuff. You can't even search him on YouTube anymore because he was showing people how to take trash mm-hmm. to use it for a hunting thing. And I think that's what they're scared of. And I think that's yeah. the whole thing. I mean, I don't know if you knew, but six months ago I gave up all hashtags. I don't use hashtags on anything because they track you through your hashtag, right? That's yeah. And I think that's a huge part of the problem. Yep. And it- go for it. And I think, so I go back and forth. A lot of times I don't, um, but on that post that I was telling you about, um, being, you know, Hey, I'm at the sportsman show. Come down. I did. I tagged, I think I did like three or four hashtags in that. Um, and so when this happened the first time when I was, uh, suspended or hacked or whatever the hell happened at that point, um, I did a ton of research, talked to a lot of people. And that's one of the things that came back was don't use hashtags because even, you know, yeah, they're tracking, but there are also banned hashtags. And some of them are really incredibly simple things like hash, you know, I can't remember off the top of my head, but, um, things you wouldn't think are inappropriate or, you know, a band, you know, a usage, but those things will get you essentially these kind of check marks of like, you know, watch list kind of thing. So yeah, to your point, yeah, the hashtag thing is, it's a real deal. Well, it's funny. I was sitting at like 50,000 followers for a year. I would gain a thousand, lose a thousand, gain 500 a day, lose 500 a day. There's no <laughs> way that I'm losing 500 followers a day and gaining 500 followers a day. Yeah, It's physically impossible. I started having companies that I work with were like, hey, they'd start to follow me again. I was like, what? Why are, we've worked together for, oh, for some reason you were unfollowed from our account. So yeah. they were going through and unfollowing these accounts. And so that's what thrust me into this idea of like, well, I really need to research on my own mm-hmm. about hashtags. And also think about as soon as I would, as soon as I'd post something and I do a hashtag, I'd get a spam, right? 
oh, well, I, I made $50,000 on my yep. whatever. Or, or, hey, share your post to this huntingworld.com. Well, I found out that huntingworld or huntingpictures.com or whatever the one that was, that was actually ran by Facebook. So oh they were having hunters tag them in these posts. And then all of a sudden you were being, hey, these are people who are tagging us. These are people that are doing these things in here. Um, and I mean, I went down rabbit holes. My wife's like, okay, you need to stop. And I'm like, well, no, but look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. And like, it's sort of like that matrix mentality where what is real, which pill do I mm-hmm. take, which one? Yeah. And you don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but it's funny. All the conspiracy theories come true. And so once I got rid of hashtags completely, I gained, I mean, 17,000 followers in a month. Dang. I have zero direct message spams of chicks are like, Hey, look at me. I'm naked. DM me for fun. Right. No more of those. Mm-hmm. I have no more spam bot coming along my text messages or like all my comments. I've had very, very rare things being banned. Usually it's if something goes viral and all of a sudden it was shared or, t- or someone. Sure. It's crazy too, to see these accounts that have no followers or go into your posts and do a hashtag. So there was, one of these, you know, one of my recent posts, the one that I had, that I, the, the last one that I got suspended for 30 days was I posted a picture of me butchering down a deer. It was a reel, a one minute reel of me from start to finish butchering down a deer. No hashtags. Um, in my monetizing, it was already up to like $1,000 in monetizing in one day. There had that many views, that many shares, that many. Well, then Instagram came in and demonetized it and said it violated, you know, all their, all their, I'm like, well, no, they took away all the money that it had made in one day. Well, I went and looked, and uh, the Instagram account, actually Instagram account, you can click it, it was Instagram, went in there and hashtagged hunting, butchering, deer processing. Really? Why would Instagram, who doesn't follow mm-hmm. me, and doesn't care anything about me, go in and hashtag three hashtags, and as soon as they hashtagged it, they hashtagged it at like 12.39 a.m. At 1 o'clock a.m., is when I got my my thing saying, oh, you violated all of our community guidelines. You've done this, you've done that, you've done this. Tell me that there's not some effery going around where they're looking at you saying, okay, well, hey, yeah, we see that we, we're going to have to pay you $1,000 for a picture of a dead deer, which we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And that was just in the first day. And that, that goes for 30 days, right? So, and I can get up to whatever the amount of money I can get for monetizing. So then they shut me down from monetizing. They said, You're, you can't monetize anymore. And then I started getting banned. So that's when I started going crazy on really researching and getting it. And I just got a thing two days ago that said, we found out that you do not violate any of these. You're, un- you're back to monetizing, but you're on a very short watch list and you can't post this content. And this is a, an email that I got. Not like on Instagram and a direct message. It was like, these are the things you cannot post. Hmm. And in that list was uh, blood, not allowed to post any blood, no blood anywhere of anything, uh, no guns in any of the pictures, no children near guns or hunting, right? Well, I have kids. So, hmm. um, no sponsor. Now, this is, this is a big one. No companies that promote gun usage. So my Vortex hat, they put a scope on a gun, therefore it is a gun company. Your logo on your shirt from your company promotes hunting. Therefore, that would be considered me to get banned. Uh, a Hornaday sign behind me. Well, that's ammunition. Ammunition, therefore, is... So they made it a very 
broad spectrum of things yeah. that I cannot yeah. post. And so I pretty much was like, well, whatever, you know, and I just started posting again. I'm like, you're going to get me, you're going to get me. And as soon as I see someone that hashtags on my account, I delete the, I delete the message instantly. It's like, boop, delete it. Um, mm-hmm. I really, really, really feel that's how they're tracking us is through this, that's, through this. That, they have to. How I just you? had this light bulb moment. So I can't remember exactly what post it was on. I can't remember exactly who did it, but there were three hashtags that somebody commented on. Is like, maybe that's, that's the thing yeah. that you're, you're spot on. Yeah. And it's, huh. it's happened on multiple of my posts where my posts are going crazy. And all of a sudden someone goes in and hashtags things that I don't hashtag. Cause again, I've used hashtags in since May of last year. And because of this whole idea and mindset of it. Right. And it's, it's insane to see the growth from not using hashtag. Mm-hmm. It's insane to not see a blurred out image over your page without using hashtag. And my whole thought was when I started looking at it is if, if a bot account as soon as I post something can put a fake message on my comments, how much more so can the people who invented the app yeah. follow me and do things right. like that? And it's, you know, and then people are like, Oh, we'll just go to go wild. I love, I love Brad at go wild. I love all the stuff. I'm not making go wild and I'm getting 40 to 50 comments or likes or not even comments, just likes on, on the, on the app. I can't go to a company when they're asking for my numbers, as you know, and be like, oh, well, I had 50 likes on this post over here. It's a great place for us to be. And also like Truth Social and all these other places. The only problem is companies don't want to hear that. They want to look at the TikTok, the Instagram, the Facebook, where they're going to make their money, where they're going to sell their, their stuff. And so I think as an encouraging meant for you, it would be to really kind of dive in deeper. Um, I'll try to find that email for that guy that I had. Um, last time I sent him, it came back as like return to sender mail, no longer found. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll do some more research and try to get it because I really think that us pushing back has to happen. Has um, to happen. And for 30 days I was a squeaky wheel and I was like, listen, screw you guys. Mm-hmm. I did nothing wrong. You're saying animal cruelty. Where's the cruelty to the animal? Right. Well, you shot it. Okay. But the, f- you're the, Second highest thing on, on Instagram is food. Number one is sex. Number two is food. Number three is like, I think it was like cars and crashes, right? And so number two is food. You're trying to tell me that food, well, you know, how many times have you got the comment, just go to the grocery store and get meat like everybody else? That's the thing, Jeremiah. I don't, I don't get hate. Oh, People gosh, might hate man. me, but I, I don't get hate. You're, you're I don't have... Man. I don't have any weird messages very occasionally, like maybe once a year I'll get an anti or somebody that get, you know, gets pissed off or feathers ruffled about something, but I don't, that's not a routine thing for me. I don't live in this world where I'm getting a bunch of hate. I've never been demonetized, but you know, two, it's different. What I'm doing on my social media platforms is a little bit different. I'm not monetizing things. I'm not, that's not when I talk about this income loss that I've had, it's not from the monetization it is from the fact that that's where my business marketing happens. Right. That's where these conversations with women who are coming to my camps originates. So when I'm talking about this income loss, I'm not saying, hey, social media is not paying me anymore or it's affecting my partnerships. What I'm saying is I can't talk to my customers anymore because right. they've removed my ability to do so. Right. 
Which, yeah, it's just hard. And I, I decided that I was never going to monetize either. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? Why, why, if they're forcing me to do a reel, screw them. Have them pay me for doing a reel. Like sure. that was kind of my mindset is I've been screwed over enough on this. Um, but that's a very small portion of income, but it's still income that comes in that I use all the income I make on social media goes to me giving away hunts and sure. products and sponsors. Yeah, sure. And mm-hmm. you know, when, when we do five, when, when I take out five wounded vets and I have to get specialized guns and things for them to you know, shoot, shoot with their mouth and breathing because they have sure. no arms. I can pull out of this account and be like, oh, here it is. And now it's like they're taking away my ability to yeah. give back. They're taking away my ability to open up this avenue for people who thought their world was destroyed. You know, right. and, and we took out vets that have no legs, no arms, and they're like, mm-hmm. I can't shoot a gun again. And I was like, watch. And you, know, you, set, you set this stuff up, and you, the emotion that comes from that, and, now, and now they're saying, well, you can't even post that video because it's offensive. This dude went to Afghanistan and right. blew off all of his stuff for you to be able to – drive a Tesla like an idiot and Mm -hmm. you won't even allow him to tell his story from the aspect of like, I thought I was done and turned my life to drugs. And now I realize that I'm not done and I can turn my life around. How much more is encouraging is that? Well, no, we'd rather see a homeless guy get 500 bucks and go buy drugs Mm -hmm. like, or watch two, two bums fight in an alley. Oh, that's hilarious. That's fun. Let's, let's watch you know, 1.3 million views at two bums fighting. Well, awful. And I think that it's horrible what happened. And I, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm going to do some research on my end and really figure it out. But if you're listening, this is happening to you. Start looking at the things you're doing. Are you hashtagging? You know, I was even, I had a long conversation with NWTF the other day because they posted something, they hashtagged and they got like 75 spam messages. And I was like, Hey, you got to stop. Mm-hmm. You got if all of us stop doing it, then they're going to stop focusing on us. Because as you said, there's hashtags that are banned. Deer venison is one of the watched hashtags. Mm. So all those hunters out there, even if you have 100 followers, you type in venison, hashtag venison, all of a sudden you're being put on a list. And yeah. You're being observed. You're being watched because that is a banned one. Yep. I posted two pictures of doves that I had plucked. One I had plucked, one I had breasted out. And I simply put, no hashtags, but I put breasted out deer or plucked deer or dove, question mark. I got hit for sexual um, because there was literally, it said, sex, it said, I got hit for sexuality, bare breasts. It said there's no bare breasts allowed. Oh my goodness. Now mind wow. you, I can go through my feed right now and there's 17 women with their tits hanging out, Yeah, you know. Some of them are breastfeeding, but still the baby pulls off. There's a big old nipple there. Like I'm all for breastfeeding. I'm all for doing it. But why do you have to sit there and have the baby pull off your chest and show your nipples right. to the entire world and laugh about it? Like, right. That's, this isn't the, the platform for it, you know? And then that same under, under her whole hashtag. And then it's like only fans. So this chick isn't breastfeeding her baby for breastfeeding her baby. It's breastfeeding her baby to get the attention of look, my tits hanging out. This is the only legal way that I can show my tit to you. And in my opinion, I'm like, is this not exploitation of this child oh, at the same time? 10%. You know what I mean? Like how is, uh, I'm disgusted. Wow. And you know, I, I was doing an article with, um, outdoor life magazine and the chick who was interviewing was looking at me or she was talking to me and she was like, if you could do one thing for this outdoor industry and change it for the better, what would it be? 
and I set a worldwide EMP. I meant take away TV, yep. take away social media, take away cell phones, take away whatever. I meant we were sitting in the duck blind at the last week of season with grown men. Ducks are flying around. I look down the line, right? Me and my dog looking down the line. I look down. Every single grown man was on his freaking cell phone with his, with his face in his phone. And I'm like, we're in the duck blind on the last day of the season. Right. <laughs> Me and my dog are staring at the sky, blowing calls and look over and everyone's on like this, looking at their phones and show social media. And it, it was just mind blowing the control mm-hmm. that we have now, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I'm sad to say that I'm the same way. It's like, Oh, I'm, I'm bored. Oh, I get on my phone. But recently I've been trying to like, I mean, my screen time is down to like an hour a day and I do this for a living on social media. But now it's like I post in the morning, I put my phone away. I don't need to respond. Yep. I can respond tomorrow morning when I get on and post my next one. I can respond to people. Yep. Yep. And it's, it's hard, but I think it's something that a lot of us needed to realize, you know, absolutely. we were, uh, I was walking in a park and someone had made a statue. I don't know if you've seen this picture. It's been going around. There was three people sitting on a bench and they had cell phones and there was lights on their cell phone. So at nighttime, there were like stone, you know, carvings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of people sitting on a bench with like the lights from their cell phones. Oh, and geez. to me, it was super empowering looking at this going, huh? Yeah. Right. Think about when you go to dinner and you're looking around with your family. Like how many kids are on tablets and how many parents are on phone? There's not even a conversation around the mm-hmm. dinner table. No one even sits around the dinner table anymore. Mm-hmm. And how right. I think that really attests to our kids and the way our nation is right now is it's sad. And I think for, for you getting taken away is even more disgusting because you're doing things to empower women, mm-hmm. which is what all these crazies are screaming. Mm-hmm. Like they want equality. They want women more in power. They want equal this, equal that. Oh, she's, she's allowing us to do that. To do that, well, screw her, delete her. They want equal. They don't want capable. Right. They just don't want to be in the kitchen mm-hmm. or taking care of the kids. They want, you know, and and uh, I don't know. I think this 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 idea that we're in in this world that we're living in is so bass awkward. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. And I and I feel like when when I saw you post that. And then Gabby reached out to me, our, our common friend. She's like, you got to, and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll reach out. And then you reached out to me. I just don't, I don't get it. And it, I don't know how to fix the problem. And right. I'm, and I'm the kind of guy that wants to fix everything mm-hmm. and wants to solve the problem. And I don't know how to solve the problem. And I think that's well, what the, frustrates me. They're going to make it really hard to try to try to get some resolution behind it for sure. They're going to make it. Uh, I think impossible before too long for us to even have a presence. If you want to portray an outdoor capable, you know, existence, it's just not going to be allowed online. And in my opinion, I just think that's where it's going. Um, And it's too bad, you know, and, and to, you know, kind of circle back to what you were saying about, you know, being sucked into our phone and phone time. I'm absolutely guilty of that, that in moments. And, and certainly my kids spend way too much time and it's a fight to like, okay, let's put down the phone. Let's turn off the notifications. You know, I don't even have uh, email on my phone anymore, you know, notifications turned off and email apps off the phone. And um, I think one of the best things we can do for ourselves is really just limit how uh, integrated we are with technology and the, this idea that everything just can happen so spontaneously and, and at the, you know, 
beck and call of the the buzz in your hand. I just think it's it's a really it's a really good place to be when you can unplug. Um, and and as there are moments where I think, yeah, you know, I really enjoy being able to you know keep up with friends and see what they're doing online and whatnot. But I'm in a place right now. If that, if my social media account, I think there's an accumulation of like 45,000 followers, not huge by any means, but it's my community. It's, and I'm damn sure proud of the people who are there and the conversations that I'm having and, and the work that I get to do with these awesome people. If that doesn't come back, I don't know if I'm here for it, Jeremiah, because, because that was the purpose behind it for me. And sure. There's some selfish, you know, I get to keep up with friends and stuff, but if I can't do what I feel like I was put on this planet to do, I've either one got to figure out a different way or two. I'm just not going to show up and support it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just not gonna. No. And I mean, you're preaching to the the freaking choir um, on that. I mean, you and I are about the same age. So you and I grew up and I think we're, I, I was had a conversation with a guy at church the other day and I said, I'm the last generation to be outside. Um, if that makes sense, because mm-hmm. I just turned 40 and I remember when internet came into the house yeah. You know, I was 12, 13 years old um, when we got AOL instant, you know, AOL and it was on dial up. And I remember the cell phones coming in. I remember the world going from you had to, if someone said something, that was it. Unless you knew someone that knew more. If you asked your grandpa or your dad a question or your mom a question, that was it. There was no Google searching to see if they were correct or if they were wrong. And you learned because you, you asked and you sought knowledge from people who were above you. Mm-hmm. And I think for you and myself and other people who are around our same age is we still want to seek that knowledge. We still want to be a part of that. We still want yeah. to grow. You know, the whole reason that I am from field to plate and you are who you are is we wanted to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Right. I remember, I mean, I'm allergic to beef. And the, the moment I became allergic to beef is when I was like, I got to figure out how to get red meat in my, in my life and started researching that venison and elk and fill in the blank doesn't hold on to the same enzyme that I'm allergic to. And so I taught myself at 27 years old, how to be a, a hunter, you know, cause I was a bird hunter since I was six, but bird hunting and shooting deer and, yeah. and rams and antelope and you name it, fill in the blank is completely different than pulling a shotgun right. and shooting a dove or a quail flying at you. And I remember this is when YouTube was still just stupid videos. Right. And I got on there and there was just rednecks teaching you how to skin a deer. And I was like, there's gotta be a better way. There's mm-hmm. gotta be something that can. And so like myself, like you, we thrust ourselves into how can we change it so that yeah. no one struggles the same way we struggle. Yeah. And right. I think that's where the social media thing is pissing me off, pissing you off is because we don't want people to struggle. Like we're struggling. We're going through this crap and it's all rolling downhill into our faces and I feel like I'm taking the brunt of it for a lot of my friends who are calling me going, dude, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, welcome to the world. You know, mm-hmm. unless you're a celebrity who can pay lots of money to get stuff back up or to get a blue check mark next to your name, then screw you. We don't even care mm-hmm. about you. You know, I, I put in for a blue check mark one time and they're like, oh no, you don't qualify. I look at the qualifying. I was above every single thing that it qualified to be, to be about it. And they're like, no, you don't qualify. Well, I don't qualify because I don't fit into your, Right. Your standard of who you want to be, you know, and I tell my wife all the time, I said, if my social media account was taken away tomorrow, it would suck and I would feel it in my gut, but it wouldn't stop who I am. It wouldn't mm-hmm. stop me teaching and growing and sharing mm-hmm. and cooking and still ta- photographing pictures of food. Cause that's my passion. 
is showing the before and after of what it can be yeah. and what it can turn into. And I don't know. It's, it's a scary, scary time. And I know you and I aren't even going to see the brunt of what our kids are going to see. And I yeah. think that's what is more fearful to me <clears throat> is what my daughters are going to have to face when they're our age. Mm-hmm. If they're even our age, you know, who, who, who knows what we're going to do to each other. Just look at the world around us and the, the wars and the politicians who want, you know, who are making billions of dollars from us sitting in our homes. Right. Not going out and pursuing life and being free. And even, you know, even going out to, uh, we used to go, we go hiking all the time. There'd be places we would hike before COVID that would be packed with hunter, with, with hikers and dog walkers and bikers. We go to those same places today. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Think about churches. Churches lost 80% right. of their, mm-hmm. of their members during COVID. It's planned. It's it. This is, this is a very planned yeah. thing. As, I agree. As hunters, they were upset because we gained, we gained 50% more hunters. We had, a, we had 11.3 million hunters in the U S we're up to, and then we got like, now we're at like 22 million hunters in the U S during COVID that really upset them. Mm-hmm. Well, when you took away the food supply, all of a sudden everyone's like, mm, well, Hey, you know, and then we really focus on this R3 program. I don't know if you know about R3 program, but retain, you know, re recruit new hunters, um, retain hunters that are still there and then reintroduce new hunters that are, or hunters that have fallen off of this aspect right. of it. And every single state dove into this and said, okay, how can we get people into this? And that f- shot them a, a lot scarier too. You right. teaching women how to get out of the kitchen and get away for the weekend mm-hmm. is powerful. I mean, I did an all women's from field to plate class. And I remember sitting around the campfire with five women who had never met before in their entire lives. And the conversation that those women had brought me to tears. I got up and walked away because one of the ladies was like, I really wanted to learn how to hunt. And my husband looked me in the face and said, this is my thing. Yeah. Find your thing. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. now she's out there. She just drew a tag for an elk and her husband did it. She's like, Hey, you want to go hunt elk with me? I was like, heck yeah, let's go. And I think there's just, there's this switch that, that female and women are making and it scares a lot of guys mm-hmm. because for so long it's been the opposite, right? And women don't want, like, on my Pinterest, right? I've got tons and tons and tons of followers on Pinterest, and I, mean, I just had a pin hit a million pins. Out of those million pins, 99% of it are female. Mm-hmm. Right. They want something different. They want to learn how to cook yeah. more than just chili and spaghetti. They want to, I had one lady write on one of my posts and she said, thank you so much for building a recipe that is better than anything that my husband's ever done. I now want to get my hunting license to go out and fill more deer in the freezer because now I am more confident in cooking it. To me, again, awesome. brought me to tears. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. just a big crybaby, but that's why I do what I do. I don't do it yeah. for a picture. I don't do it for a head on the wall. I do it to empower people, be that a yeah. child, be that a female, be that a male, be that they, them, whatever you want to call yourself. If I can empower you to do it yourself and to get out there, I think my job is fulfilled and you're the same way. It's again, I followed you for a very long time. We've never actually talked. I think we maybe had a show, shook shook each other's hands, but um, we have a lot of the same friends and to see your journey and where it's going, get shut down because people are scared of you. One, it sucks. But two, I find that 
super encouraging and powerful for you. Like you must be doing something right if if people want to shut you down, right? Is there something about you? And that's why I look at a post and I'm like, okay, there's a reason they got rid of that. What can I do to tweak that to make it more impactful? What Mm -hmm. can I do? You know, when I was in the restaurant industry for 18 years, I had a corporate manager when I was becoming a GM. He looked at me and said, every single employee that comes in this building, you take one positive from that person and one negative from that person. The positive you build on and make it better and the negative you figure out a way in your life to never do that negative. Mm, so that's powerful. That's kind of how I look at everything I do. It's, it's how I look at helping other people. You and I in our conversation, I could take one positive thing from you and one negative and how can I change that and fix that? Sure. And so I think that's where the message needs to lie is we need to not give up. We need to not give in. We need to not, we need to stand up and fight. Right. Because there is going to be a change that's coming, you know, during, during COVID when everyone was packing up toilet paper and packing up water and packing up everything else, right? One of my neighbors who's anti-gun, anti-everything, anti-me being his neighbor, um, signs up to that says like, no guns, ban everything, ban this, right? Well, he loaded his garage with toilet paper and canned goods and water and everything else. I'm walking by and I was like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? I'm stocking up, you know, if the world ends, I said, Toilet paper is what you're going to do to save yourself? I go, and second of all, you don't believe in guns. He goes, no, I don't. I said, I do. So technically, everything that you just put in your garage is mine if the world really does come to crap. He's like, what do you mean? I go, I have a way of getting it. You don't. Well, you're just going to come into my house and take it? You're flaunting it to the world that you have all this stuff. You have no way to protect yourself. Yeah. So I'm not saying I am, but I'm saying that there's going to be other people that are going to realize that you've got right. all the water and you have no way to. So a couple months ago, this was what we hadn't talked for like a year and a half. A couple months ago, he's like, Hey, uh, I bought a handgun. Can you take me to the range and teach me how to use it? I said, I would absolutely love to take you, you know, Heck and yeah. now I'm having this conversation with this guy because he's like, what you said really resonated. Like, I don't have any way to protect myself. Yeah. And I go, no, or your belongings or your people. Right. And the way the world is going, they, they want you to be, a baby in a high chair. They mm-hmm. want to force feed you food. And they, if you drop it on the ground, they'll pick it up. They'll wipe your face and yep. you'll feel comforted. You'll feel, you know, you'll feel loved. You'll feel all gushy inside. But then the parent walks away and you're still strapped into that car seat and there's no, and the food's on the counter. Well, I want to teach my kids to unbuckle this, the buckle, climb down safely, get over there, get the food and, and enjoy themselves. But by teaching them to be the middleman, I think is where you and I are getting banned and getting looked at as a negative aspect, you know? Absolutely. So kind of, we can kind of wrap up a little bit and I'm going to try to do some more research on your stuff. Send me, you can't even go look at that post at all because everything's been deleted. No, I was going to try to get those hashtags from you to do more research on those hashtags. Um, but I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to try to find, get get another email for you. Cause like I said, the one I had keeps coming back as nothing. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to help fight because I think that's what we all need to do. Um, but tell people all about what you do, where they can find you um, online and how they can get a hold of you since this one account is, is banned. I know you have a 2.0, but kind of explain all that so people can do it. I'll throw it in show notes. Um, people can find you that way and you can start really cool new conversations with, with, with individuals. 
Yeah, definitely. I'd love to pick some of those conversations back up too. But uh, the old account was her outdoor journey. So I just did a kind of spin off of that. The new one that's for now still active at the time of this recording is her outdoor journey 2.0. And that, you know, feel free if you've got questions, want to reach out, talk about, you know, building community of women uh, or coming to an event. Uh, You can find the events at her, uh, or excuse me, heroutdoorjourney.com has all of our 2023 events on there. And then a contact page as well. Um, God forbid social media goes offline again, you can always reach out via email. Um, and there's a contact form right on the heroutdoorjourney.com. Um, we'd love to see you at event or help you, you know, try to connect with people in your area. If you're not local or able to trans, um, to come and join us at an event here in Oregon. We're also in, uh, uh, let's say we're doing Utah this year as well as Alaska. So something a little bit everywhere, but yeah, really here just to help kind of build confidence and connect women outside and, and just get them feeling like they can go out and, and take on anything they want to. Yeah. Which I think is, is huge because I can't tell you how many females I've taken out recently that are just so gung ho and so excited. Yeah. And it's such an encouragement to me because Again, I have two daughters, and so mm-hmm. for them to have females they can look up to, um, other than the fake huntresses that are that are sure. filling the feeds, that they can look up to mm-hmm. people and get excited about it, and yeah, you know, that they can be encouraged. I remember I posted a picture of my young, my oldest daughter with her first dove that she shot, and the females that came back and encouraged her. I was like, just read this, and yeah. you know, she was like, oh my gosh. That doesn't awesome. matter all the dudes that were like, oh, yeah. Oh, it was like the females were like, oh, my gosh, it's yeah. so beautiful. Because I think you as ladies have a way to articulate um, emotions a lot better than guys. Um, even though I grew up with all older sisters, I can articulate very well. But I still think the way that you guys hold emotions so dear is beautiful. And I think going into as a hunter, I don't call you a huntress. As, as a hunter, you you are right. part Absolutely. of us. Um the emotion that you bring to the chosen game, um, to the pursuit, to uh, the butchering process of it is absolutely gorgeous. Guys get in there with, with this mindset of conquering and mm-hmm. women get in this into this nature of nurturing. And I think mm-hmm. it's, it's huge when you come into a girl, a young girl to, to a grown woman who take a deer carcass and meticulously pick at the meat because of the thought process of what can go into dinner versus mm-hmm. a guy who's like, ah, that's good. And, uh, I think it's beautiful. So what you're doing is, is huge. It's encouraging. Uh, it sucks what happened to your account. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stand by and, and watch. I'm really going to dive into this thing. If you are listening, give up hashtags, throw them away. Don't use them. Yeah. Um, don't use a way and you might think, oh, I'm going to lose followers. I'm not going to be seen. I'm gaining more followers and being seen way more and shared way more than I ever have being using a hashtag. Awesome. So yeah. Don't be afraid to do what we call in the food industry a gut reset, which is, you know, it takes that 30 days for your body to really get rid of all the toxins, to get rid of all the negativity that, that you're putting into it with food. Same thing's going to be on social media. Give yourself that 30 day gut reset and really allow yourself to become healthier in your social media platforms. Um, and I'm not just saying that to say that I'm saying that cause it's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've watched it happen with many other people where we feel cleaner and healthier um, yeah. on our social media platforms. And guess what you can do? You can block so much 
crap that comes in now. Yeah. I block everything so that my feed is just healthy. Um, mm-hmm. And get off your phone once in a while. So Heck yeah. anyway, thank you so much for getting on and talking. I'm going to post this. You can share it. I'll probably post it today. Um, and then I'm really going to dive into more um, on your account. I'm going to try to, figure, awesome. I'm going to try to figure it out because like I said, it 30 days of me fighting and fighting and fighting and not giving up. And for you, I'd still, I'd appeal that every day that it allows you to appeal it because sometimes you can go in and appeal again and just mm-hmm. keep doing it. Be, be a squeaky wheel. Because yeah, that's one absolutely. Thing, that's one thing that they don't like um, right. is squeaky wheels because they got to oil it eventually or it's going to get louder and louder and louder. So yeah, uh, to anyone absolutely. listening, thank you so much, Courtney. Thank you. And uh, until next time, cook something good um, and go follow Courtney on the 2.0. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no problem.